Welcome back to Crossing the Jordan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Another episode that's probably pretty late, you know. So this is for Memorial Day. So happy Memorial Day, everybody. This was a that was a month ago, uh, but I really it was just on my heart to talk about like Memorial Day. Memorial Day, we get to celebrate the heroes of who, those who gave their life for their family, their country, for to protect our country, to to give us our freedom, to protect our freedom, and we honor all veterans and all those who ever served in the armed forces. We pray for all those who died in their service of their country or are suffering still, even though they're still, they might be home or they're still in active duty right now. We just, we pray for all of you and we pray for uh, a complete and full healing um, and for every single person to enter into that beautiful beatific vision of God to enter fully into the life of God, to see life-giving love, and to be participants in that nature of God forever and ever. And I know people who have uh, given their service to their country to protect it, like my good friend Tori and his his girlfriend Caitlin and for and my grandpa and my uncles and uh, DJ, and for all these people that I grew up with or have known throughout my life, just thank you. I love you so much. And um, you truly have no greater love than this is to someone that's at least willing to lay down their life for one's friends, right? And so that's what I want to talk about today is that we celebrate heroes. We love our whole human nature. We love heroic stories. We love hearing, you know, all these stories of uh, specifically those who gave their lives in service for their country. I just, I'm <laughs> doing a workout right now. It's called the Murph Challenge. It's honoring uh, Lieutenant Mike Murphy, who's from the Lone Survivor movie. And it's based on a true story of he gave his life for his other, uh, uh, his brothers of in the Navy SEALs in Afghanistan. And it's the Murph Challenge to honor him. Our whole country, we love heroic stories, people who lay down their lives. And what each person who has at least gone to intend to do this or have actually done it, what are they actually participating in? That very love of God that was manifested in our human nature and our human flesh. So they're actually participating in the revelation of the divine will is to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus, before he went to the cross in, in the gospel of John, he tells his apostles that no greater love than this, that one that a man lays down his life for his friends. And he's talking about each every each person of us. It's a very personal, but yet it's a very general sacrifice, right? So it says in the Gospel of John and the letters of John that Jesus came and died for the sins and the sins of the whole world, for expiation for the sins and not the sins of our, us only, but for the whole world. And yet you can also say in Galatians 2.20 that Christ that we have been crucified with Christ that is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, that as long as I walk in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. It's a very personal and yet it's a very general act of love that Christ went to the cross for the salvation of us all and he called us friends. And so every single person who participates in that and we see that most, especially in those heroic virtues of somebody dying for their friends or dying for their country, dying for their family to protect their freedom, they're participating in what Jesus has done for to free people, to give them freedom from sin, death, destruction. And that doesn't mean to take away suffering, but within that suffering, we actually are 
become victorious in our hearts, that the Holy Spirit will transform our hearts to become more Christ-like, to be made in, in Christ's image, to be moving from glory to glory, to transform people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the beloved Son, to walk in the light of life, to keep God's commandments, to love God. And um, what is most fully in that is those other those men and women who have laid down their lives no greater love than this. And this is what it's all about in Memorial Day. And what I love about the term Memorial Day is that it's remembering all those who have gone before us and uh, laid down their lives for, for their friends, their family, for their country. And we say thank you. And we say thank you directly to them. We go to their, we go to grave sites. We go, um, we just honor them and we tell them we believe that they're there, they're, that they're, if they're in heaven, you know, they can hear us. They're more alive than we are. And we tell them, thank you so much. I love you. I miss you. You remember uh, back in one of my favorite uh, movies is Saving Private Ryan. And at the end when, um, you know, the I forget the guy's name, but it was from Tom, Tom Hanks' char- character. He dies and he tells Private Ryan to earn this. And so he he goes back and at the beginning of the movie it was uh you know Private Ryan going up with he's an old man at this point and he goes with his family and then it zooms into his eye and it goes to this flashback and he goes back to the time that his life was saved because of what um this other group of men did for him they laid down his life to save him his when the, uh, his other brothers were killed and they wanted to get him back home so they laid down their lives for him and I, I forget his name again but Tom Hanks character tells him to earn this and then it zooms back out from that scene and it's him as an old man again and he and he says I hope that you would be, like be proud of what I've done and then he asks his wife tell me that I'm a good man and so he remembers we go and and that's the human nature of us all is that we go to those sites and we remember those people. We even talk to those people who lay down their lives for us and we say thank you and we love you. And I hope that what you did was worth it based on what I have done with it. And this is the life of a Christian is is the one who gave it all, who emptied himself, who emptied himself and became obedient, even obedient to the death, to death on a cross, Philippians says. Christ died, and as St. Paul says in Romans, he says that Christ died for the ungodly and he revealed his love in this way that yet, yet while we were still sin- sinners, Christ died for us. We were sinners and yet Christ died for us. We were ungodly and Christ died for us. He called us friends and we betrayed him. And this is the radical love of God to his people. And when we remember Christ, the what, what, how do we do it? We go in, to the Eucharist. And this isn't, and it's uh, the analogy what I used earlier talking about um, saving private Ryan. It's not perfect because in the Christian life, it's way more radical because it's, it's actually participating in that Paschal mystery, right? It's very, it's in the direct participation of Christ's death, resurrection, ascension, uh, and the and the sending of the Holy Spirit every time we go to Mass. When he says, do this in remembrance of me, a memorial of me, the word there uh, for do this is, for do is poeo, which was to offer sacrifice, to offer this as a sacrifice in mem- remembrance, which was anamnesis, a Greek word that was used in the Septuagint, the Greek Old Testament, that was to make present. 
So we remember Christ by making his sacrifice present. We participate in that very life of Christ, his self-giving love on the cross for for humanity and um, his heart poured out. And we actually receive that in the Eucharist. In the Eucharist, it becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. There is no more bread. There is no more wine. And we participate in that uh, Paschal mystery of Christ. And actually, in the Eucharistic uh, miracles, go. I, I highly recommend going to listen again to the series that we had on the Eucharist. But in Eucharistic miracles, there's been hundreds of them. And every single time, which, by the way, a Eucharistic miracle uh, typically has been in, um, you know, there's been variety of them, like people having encounters or a light or seeing a child or something like that. But a, a, the majority of them is actually when the appearance of bread and wine is actually completely gone and it looks like human flesh and there's actually bleeding coming from it. And this has happened hundreds of times. And this is what happens at every mass, right? So the appearance of bread and wine remain, but it's actually no more bread and no more wine. So the the miracle itself is that just that the, the, um, what is always happening is happening real is actually happening every single time, no matter what, if we see it or not. But the miracle that is the second miracle would be the actual accidents change. So what looked like bread were perceived to be perceived bread is no longer there. It looks like human flesh and blood. And hundreds of these have happened throughout history. And specifically it's happened through the times of doubt first starting in you know, the first few centuries of the church with the desert fathers one of them started to to doubt and then it became flesh right on the altar. And then the same thing happened in like the seven or eight hundreds with a priest that was starting to doubt. And then it happened again. And this continues to happen. Um, and so in this, and we see that in the Eucharist, it's we participate in the Paschal mystery of Christ because it's both him crucified, it's him risen, risen in the sense of resurrection and risen in the sense of his ascension, glorified his human body, uh, glorified now in the, in the divine Godhead, in the life of the Trinity. Because in the Eucharist, every single time, it's a man that's 33 years old and he's still alive because there, all, the stu- all the blood and the molecules and everything, it's still moving, it's alive. And yet you can tell he suffered, he was tortured, he was in excruciating pain and he was... Um, in a state of like his body was in shock and the specific muscle, I forget which muscle it is. I'm not a, <laughs> a heart doctor or anything like that, but I should know this, but it's like, it's the very left ventricle that pumps, that pumps the, the blood through the body. So it's the very like part of the heart. So we consume the heart of God when we go to communion, we remember what he did for us by participating in what he did for us. We become partakers of that divine nature. Um, and there is no greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. And that is what Christ did for all of us. And it is so beautifully reflected in the life of all those who serve our country, who is willing to lay down their life for their family, their friends, their loved ones, and for their country in general to give them freedom. And Christ came and destroyed sin, death, and uh, and Satan himself. And Christ came to give us life and life abundantly. Happy belated Memorial Day. 